0: Hey everybody, The Con Artists here. It's our rolling review for, I guess this spans spring and summer, yeah? Our rolling review discussion on Fruits Basket 2019, the second season. Um, So yeah, I'm super excited for this. I hope you guys are too. Uh, we have all of us here today, so there's me, Sue, Scott. Hey. Dan. Hello. And Brendan
1: hello
2: the
0: whole gangs here for yeah. the fruits and the baskets all right um so major spoilers guys in this podcast I think we're getting a little lax sometimes mentioning this but there's gonna be lots of spoilers why aren't you watching fruits basket don't listen to this if you haven't haven't seen the show
1: I mean we're already into the end of the second season by now so these folks know the score
0: I would hope so I would hope you're you're watching along with us. All right, so um, true to what we did last time, I'd actually like to start with the things we did not like, because majority of things we did like, so let's get the bad stuff out of the way kind of quick. So, Scott, you want to take us away? Sure. I've only got a
3: couple of things. One of them is pretty minor, but like, are we ever going to see Monkey
0: again? I thought the same thing. Yeah, I was like, where's Ritsu? Mm.
2: Where is
3: this character?
2: Didn't we see him once there might be better like right, one right near on-screen
3: the end? thing.
0: I agree. Like, but I, I genuinely fe- don't remember.
3: I feel like they just are not getting to be a character for some reason. Who knows why?
1: I'm torn on that because on the one hand, like they have a fairly, you know, interesting predicament. On the other hand, the characterization they gave them is so grating that I'm kind of glad they haven't shown up again.
0: I almost wonder if their story just wasn't as strong as everyone else's. And I mean, the cast is massive. I think c- true. we forget sometimes, right?
3: That's true. You know, 13 Zodiac kids. Uh, Plus side characters. Yeah, like Toru, the friends. You know, it's, the, it's student a the, the, the student council. The student council, council now. Yeah. That's a whole other crew. It is a pretty big cast. Uh, the other, I guess, complaint, and this one is a larger one. Uh, Long time readers, I think, will know where I'm going with this. Female side character centric episodes are just not good. Uh, like, the the female characters are just way too emotional over someone they've barely interacted with on screen. I don't really have any stake in their story because they haven't been adequately introduced and they change too rapidly to be believable, especially you, Machi. Yeah. Like, I know we're going to, we're setting these things up to have for, for stuff to happen later but you got to have some build up man
1: yeah it does feel like they've kind of that that episode of hers in particular they just sort of tossed it in there and like you said there there is some build up to it it was obvious it was clear from earlier that she's going to be more important but spending an entire episode introducing her when the groundwork had already been laid rather than actually giving us some kind of story for her did feel like it did a disservice
3: right like you just you can't go from i am the void to uh oh, you got my leaf thing but like you, you can't you can't do in that in the span of an episode right i mean in especially when 70 dropped, seconds like, yeah, right no it wasn't even the
1: whole As- episode
0: <laughs> especially when you dropped you know what scott talked about just this heavy backstory of like a lifetime of trying to be perfect and then being rejected you know by your own parent it it really did feel like such a hard switchover, yeah.
3: So not a fan there, and of course the other episodes were, you know, Kurino and, uh, you know, uh, Uo, and then what was the other one?
0: That was uh, Toru's teacher and Hattori. Ah, Ma- Mayu, right.
3: I think. And Mayu, Hattori. yeah. Right.
0: I I personally think that one was the worst. <laughs> I'm I'm gonna be in. I'm probably going to get in trouble for this because like, I know Kana's memory is wiped and she's happily married now. But that episode felt like it was, it was not great, first of all, because it just was a one-off. And the ending of it felt like, to me, literally, we were going to watch these two walk down the street holding hands and you needed an episode just to tell me why. <laughs> but more importantly, it felt like a massive break in girl code. Like the entire time, Mayu is just like, I'm in love with my best friend's dude, you know, like flip that. I wish that I had Jesse's girl, right? I wish that I had Kana's man. And it it was her like sitting, I mean, she didn't act on it, but then the story like conveniently writes in this plot point that's like, oh... Now I can have Hattori and I can go for it. And I was like, this is such a break in girl code. <laughs> you are so skeevy.
1: Absolutely no guilt or complications possible.
3: Yeah, hey, like I can just sugar go for that's yeah, the a ray. baby. He just to
0: smooth things over. Yeah, exactly. And so I was like, I get it. I'm probably going to be in the minority with this opinion because, you know, They can't stay miserable forever. But when you had an episode where Hatari talks about Kana, like, she was my spring. And then they have, Mayu and Katari have this cheese ball episode written by the C team, like, give me my tears back. Uh, I was like, Your true tears, Sue? Yes. My true tears. That chicken. So.
2: Yeah, there's a joke in here about Kareno, but I'm not fast enough to make it. That's
3: good. I like that.
0: Very nice. Yeah, so that was ugh. anyway. That was just my my beef with that. I personally thought that one was the worst one.
1: Not even a complaint really, but a weird thing that came up uh, just as just to, because you mentioned uh Kurano, is at the very end they, you know, he's supposed to be the rooster. And there's well, a They keep point...
2: translating it like that, but she keeps just saying Tori. Like right, which is
1: why I was confused, because when they talk about him, you know, he, the, uh, he and Akito have this conversation, or sort of conversation, about, like, what it's like to fly, and he talks about, like, oh, I'll never, you know, I, 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 I haven't seen the sky in so long the same way, or whatever, and it was like, are, are roosters way more flight capable than I originally thought?
2: That's because you weren't paying attention to the one episode that they changed the op right before the season rolled over where you could see him looking into his phone and it implied that he transforms into a sparrow. Yeah, ah. he's a
0: sparrow. Huh. And that, that episode was very obvious with that, too, because the sparrows fly away from him in that sequence. Right, yes. He should have been able to talk to them. That's what he turns into.
1: Yeah.
3: Yes. I mean, I guess that's what, that's what he have, fly. except, like, he can't. Spoilers.
0: Yeah.
1: Right, but uh, yeah, no, I uh, I understand that now. Looking at the uh, looking at the scene, but uh, yes, I did in fact miss that change in the op. But uh, yeah, it's just again, it's an odd choice to have translated it that way. I mean, I get why they did for the purposes of our understanding of the zodiac, but yeah,
3: here in America, we know the zodiac from Chinese food menus, okay, and it's the rooster.
1: Pretty much, I think
0: much. it is too, and. and... <laughs> I agree with Brendan. Like, verbiage-wise, Toru will always say Tori, and so will everyone else. But I think it's pretty clear that the author has taken very liberal definitions here. I mean, not just because of the cat, but, I mean, Haru turns into a cow that's supposed to be the ox, right. not a cow. And then...
1: The dragon Hat- versus... Hattori,
0: right, turns into... a. I mean, effectively, they horse. are sea yeah. dragons. So that one was yes. kind of clever. And, if you know, he can't turn into a full-blown dragon given given the how grounded the show is but there there's some you know finagling she does in order to get the zodiac to to fit so
1: liberties were taken it's again it's not really a complaint it was more you know again i did not i did not notice that earlier and so it felt a little bit weird that they kept going that i kept hearing this you know this this mournful uh you know tone going on about like ah uh, flying through the blue sky and all that I was like dude if if you're if you're a rooster that was never in the cards <laughs>
3: uh, i have and this just walking image along of, the uh... earth pecking at seas. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that sure was flying the uh i have this image now of that meme from uh oh my gosh Lilo and Stitch where the alien is like educate yourself and, like that's what i see Brendan just like playing for you right now did you not watch the op educate yourself
2: the one op
0: (laughs) i got you brendan i know what's up
1: but yeah like i said that that really i think what you guys covered um is pretty much all of the stuff that i would agree with you know some weaker uh female side character centered episodes that you know just don't quite do justice to the characters the way that they should or don't have quite the same satisfying uh result as some of the other ones but beyond that yeah no the this season in general was you know as strong if not stronger than the first one i think and unless you had anything else i think we can start moving into the things we really enjoyed
0: let's do it yeah like
3: i'm gonna start off though here with man the op and ed are really good oh yeah like really good i enjoy listening to them every time and that's not
0: always a given for me so nice work there you guys Man, the season was so heavy on the development. I mean, it had to be. Mm. We're in the we're in the you know thick of the pudding here, but it oh, it was really dense in that in that middle. I mean, I feel like it was amazing the way with a cast of characters this large, um, you you really had all these people getting a moment and and a moment that mattered. I mean, yes, they didn't do the great job with those those side female characters and their romance plots, but like. The episode one with Matoko, who is the leader of the Yuki fan club, I was like, I kind of don't hate you now. Like, you feel like a person.
3: Except, like, where did she go? We want, we need more episodes with her, man.
0: We do. She was fun. And, and her... I, I was impressed how she noticed, you know, the change in Yuki and then was like, yeah, this was a change for the better. Like, oh, you're not just this airheaded, you know, fangirl who, who runs around being obnoxious all the time. Like, you have some you know, level of emotion. Uh Kakaru, who I call Jerkface, if you guys remember all my amazing <laughs> nicknames for the student council, like he gets a whole bunch of moments. He gets a lot of moments. Of mom- yeah, I-, I didn't hate him by the end. And heck, even because she tortures the Yuki fan club, like Queen Bitch was like, okay. Like I- She's definitely on the <laughs> lowest end. No, Shorty's on the lowest Shorty's end. on the lowest He's end. He's the worst. That guy He's could the just
3: worst. leave forever and I would never notice his absence. Yeah, Certainly. but her,
0: her purposeful torturing of the yuki fan club for her own entertainment does entertain me by the end that's great so i did kind of laugh but like all these people get get so many moments but we added so much weight to things like i mean kyo right and getting an understanding of his family like we meet his dad we understand the trauma with his mom he has like his moments with akito are really powerful um and painful
3: Definitely. I also think, like, there was really good development to some of the other Somas, too. Like, I think Momiji got some good moments, and honestly, Ima in particular has really started to feel like an important part of the cast. Like, he's gone through these changes, his motivations to help Yuki are, like, a lot more clear, and his earnest assistance to Yuki, that's all great watching. Uh, I so kind of wish really we had a little
0: more that. of him. I agree with you, it was great, and that one moment where he busts in on their uh oh this parent student the, teacher the, thing yeah they the yeah. parent teacher conference Amazing. and uh yuki backs him like the mom is just like oh my gosh he is so useless and yuki's like he's not useless and then it cuts away at the end and like ayame's almost crying as he texts hateri it was like this really genuinely beautiful moment that mm-hmm. i did feel like had been led but i i kind of wish i understood a little more of why he was the way he was to yuki outside of maybe like jealousy that yuki is the favorite
3: that's true we know he was a jerk i guess we don't really know why he acted that way so that's true well, we may get more i mean it feels but like on the development
0: scale like that was not as important as everything else we got it's more Very just true. i was really enjoying that
1: yeah some characters uh like I may have these sort of I don't know if you want to call it blind spots, but there are the there are gaps in the history that are gradually being filled in uh, as we get these more, you know, focused character centric episodes, uh, whether it be Kyō or, excuse me, Yuki getting a lot of that uh, recently, basically filling in his entire uh, background. So perhaps that will come up in the future or maybe it's just not really important. Like you said, he's just, you know, I was a jerk once. I, you know, I am now kind of overcompensating.
3: Just a little. In an amazing Ayame way. Oh, yes. And I think part of maybe not getting all those gaps filled in is that they have been filling out the rest of the cast, right? We finally know Kurno, Akito, Rin. Like, those are the three that sort of finally got to be on screen, which is good. Um, I'm
0: also going to just really quick vouch for Haru. I really liked his episodes. hmm. Um, He gets a lot of points in my book, just because I don't know if you guys remember, but as part of the legend in this show, the ox carries the rat to the, the dinner with God. And I just thought it was really beautiful that they paralleled that by Haru giving so much of himself to help Yuki. Like, I feel like he's always been the only one in his own quiet way that understood Yuki, that backed Yuki. And just the strides he went through to get Yuki out of the Soma house because he knew he was being abused. It It is like he's carried him. And I mm. thought that was really nice. And... In this like show don't force it down my throat way like i remembered that it's not like they flashed back to the ox carrying the rat or reminded me this is how it goes it's just that's in his nature that he he carried yuki there and i thought that was really really nice oh that's a good point
3: despite i mean you know a lot of people sort of make fun of him for being the one that got duped basically during the story you know akito in particular uh, but you're right that he's really sort of taken that on in a positive way.
1: Mm hmm. Yeah, no, he's. I definitely was kind of. I wasn't uh, particularly, you know, moved by his character initially, but seeing uh, the things that he went through for Yuki and also the way his um, relationship with uh, Rin. Uh, was it Rin? Sorry, I'm... yeah, it was Rin. It's Rin. Yeah. Everyone, ha- ev- everyone is called like two or three different things by different people, and so with a cast this big, I tend to, uh, I tend to forget where things overlap. But um, yeah, his relationship with Rin uh, really helped, sort of also enhance her character because she's introduced and you know put in a very very bad light from the beginning. Like she almost you know took uh, Toru's head off at one point. <laughs> out of, uh, you know, in horse form out of spite, so it was nice to see her aggression slash skittishness, her uh, traits sort of built out and her reasoning uh, get more time in the spotlight, and so much of that has to do with how she and Haru sort of found each other and found uh, you know, found comfort and support in this really messed up situation, and I felt that was a very powerful episode, even if it was a very dark one.
0: Rin's episode was heartbreaking. Like oh, I, yeah. you know, you you think like you've had it bad with Yuki this whole time. It was, it's kind of come in waves, right? This this abuse that he's endured, but Rin's episode hits hits like oh, hits like a freight Episodes, train. Episodes
1: because it was two back to back, wasn't it?
0: Yeah, but we didn't really understand what was going on. She was just like sick and running around. And then when they right. actually gave us the episode with her backstory, which was your episode, Dan, like eighteen or something, that hit like a freight train. Mm. I was Ugh. like, oh, okay, I get you now. Like I get your your thing. And uh, that was that was harsh. Yeah. It, oh boy. Mm. Uh, I want to chain off of Dan really quick because. Uh, yeah, and I don't remember which episode you talked about it in. It might have been Rin's episode, but you mentioned that the support of family and friends is so critical to a person being able to pivot, you know, out of difficult circumstances in in his or her life. And, you know, you really could go down a terrible path, you look at these people, but you can also pull out of that terrible path with the correct ring of of people around you. And with Rin, we see it, right? Whereas with somebody like Yuki, who was just like heaped with abuse his whole life. Like he kind of like collapses in on himself. And, um, you know, horror really steps in to help both, of you know, both of them put to pull them through that. But I think the show has always had that pervading theme of needing support and how important it is. And for a country that doesn't believe in mental health, like most Asian countries, but I think Japan in particular is really bad. Uh, that was a beautiful thing to have in there, right? This this theme of seek support from from people who care about you because that is the path through these difficult times. So I, I love that the show can do that.
1: Yeah, and a lot of it comes down to uh, found family for a lot of these people. Because, you know, obviously the Soma family is a... The
3: core family is the worst.
1: The Soma family, yeah, the Soma family is an absolute mess, you know, whoever related by blood or no. And so many of these people have been let down by their parents. Either their parents were greedy and, you know, like, uh, uh, was it... Uh, Kyo's, fa- uh, Kyo's father doesn't uh, doesn't want anything to do with him for his own reasons. Others are doing it because you know again they were essentially paid to look the other way while all this stuff was happening. Like Yuki's parents, mm-hmm, sort of. Exactly. Although they're
3: sort of really aggressively into it anyway for the status.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, whether it's whether it's greed for money or power or authority or whatever it might be, like there's there's other motivations there that have nothing to do with the well being of their child. And others are like you know clingy or you know pushed one child away but was but really um you know latched on to another one like in the case of uh moiji's uh mother um and just
0: whatever the heck you want to call rin's parents
1: (laughs) uh there's that too right um and so so many of these people had to find that support elsewhere some you know, between each other, like Haru and Rin, Toru. You know, while not part of that family, had her own terrible tragedy and her own multiple tragedies in her past. But the support of Uo and Saki, uh, right, Saki. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just is what kept her going through. Even then, she still has you know a ton of issues that she's still parsing uh, parsing out that are you know exacerbated by being surrounded by all these people with their own problems. But
3: That's true. When will we get to hear about the father again? Mm.
1: Yeah, I I
0: really liked this, actually, because Toru is definitely, you know, angel on Earth. And I think having her sort of break down a couple times and and remembering that she has a tragic story, too, that she keeps bottled, like she hasn't fully dealt with all of that. uh, It was great to see uh, in terms of character writing. Hmm. So that was that was super cool. Uh, if you guys don't have, I don't want well, to I interrupt mean, it because I, I have a long piece. All
3: right, well, I got if one last thing. Uh, with all this heavy stuff going on, I also appreciate that the show can take the time to take breaks from it every once in a while, like the school trip.
0: Oh my gosh! Yes, like, let me tell you, I was love a that well episode. Needed-
3: like deep breath of, of air after all the heavy <laughs> stuff that came before, and honestly, all the heavy stuff that came afterwards. Like, thank goodness for school trip. Okay, and
0: it does that so organically. Like, we we know these people, we know their interactions, and that episode was just genius. That and everything about that Cinderella-ish play. Oh, like, my I laughed my rear yes. end off. Yes,
1: <laughs> we have modified the script to deal with the ridiculous to deal with you, actors losers. we are stuck with.
0: I remember I texted Scott and I was like, that was the most amazing play I've ever seen. And Scott just wrote me back and he's like, who kept giving her food? And I was like, someone who's genius.
1: I assume it was the only way to keep her on stage.
0: I agree with you. I agree with you I think that that was the best part like the lat the end where they have to get her to walk out on stage and that poor guy is just like holding fried rice like you can tell he's the stagehand <laughs> and she just like hands the fried rice off to him and he's like oh yeah I have a line to do he's just standing there like what <laughs> that narrator the beautiful beautiful man <laughs> mm-hmm. had to push the whole story along
3: He did a great job
0: holy moly yeah, yeah. The, the laughter moments were great. I mean, at the moment like I they go to Ayame's ridiculous like I don't want to call it a fetish shop. What's the term for it, Brendan? Is there a term for those kind of shops?
2: I couldn't tell you.
0: Call it, call it a costume shop. All right. Yeah.
3: Sure. Yeah. <laughs>
2: spoke that seems costumes. fair.
3: Costumes. That seems that okay. seems right.
0: Yeah, it was that was that was really fun too. So good times. What, what is what is Ayame's
3: phrase like? uh, Like. Outfits that cater to men's needs or something. Yeah, outfits that cater to a man's romance or something. A man's romance, that's part of the phrase, yeah.
0: Yeah. Good times, good times. All right, so I guess two quick pieces. So Yuki gets, like, the most development. I will stick behind, like, episode 21, probably being my favorite episode. It was just all these pieces coming together, like, wow, so much stuff with him and... Oh, really heavy and really amazing storytelling. So, lots of lots of stuff in in his camp, and I don't know how you guys felt, but I think his like deviation out of the love triangle felt natural to me. Like, I think Dan, you were the one who mentioned this, but like the love of a parent is what all these people are lacking, and so right. what he seeks out of her is really hard to to bear, right? And when he has to understand that himself, he's like, well. I feel like I should seek her romantically and it's like but I don't like what am I really seeking right is the love of a love of a parent
1: he actually had the self-awareness to realize that would not have to be told or have it explained to him by someone else and that shows his development he's he's able to see himself he's able to see himself, you know, from another perspective and understand where he has to work on things. I think he takes it a little too far sometimes because he still has this idea in him that, you know, he's he's stupid or he's uh, foolish for things that really are not his responsibility or his fault. But he's still working on it he's able to stand up to akito and keep that energy he's able to like you said see himself in that uh in that relationship or what his relationship with toru really is and realize that maybe that's not what's right for me right now maybe i need to focus on myself before i can start looking for that kind of validation from other people
0: yeah, and that's a, that's a big deal. Like, that's a big character arc as someone who comes from having enormous amounts of trauma. So, really, really great. Um, yeah, I
3: did a good job with that.
0: I guess my my last big piece is I really just want to compliment this show for how complicated and how real all the emotions are on it. You know, dealing with, like, abuse and grief and loneliness and being an orphan. Like, it's all here. The show has it all and it, it balances it really well in all of these characters um i you know i want to clarify complicated i just i think it's impressive how the author strives for these like slight twists here and there that i'm not sure i, I remember seeing in like a typical shojo. right there's there's all that classic like i long for you but i can't tell you why blah 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 type of nonsense but then there's something like kagra Like, I don't know if you guys remember Mm. her episode. Her episode really shocked me personally because her motivation was, I want to play and spend time with Kyo because he makes me feel better about the situation I am in, right? Like, I have a hard time dealing with the fact that I'm one of the Zodiac members, but here's somebody who's worse off than me. And while that's totally twisted, it's a very real human emotion, right? Not just in the form of, like the extreme like and we we look to others who are in a worse situation to be able to feel gratitude for what we have or be able to cope with what we're going through it's right? having when the I...
1: point of reality tv
0: yeah it's it's, it's <laughs> yeah right. yes but you know even even in outside of, of those types of mediums like that complex of an emotion is is real and something i wasn't really expecting out of kagra at all and i thought that was very powerful uh, in the, in the way she's able to sift through something that dynamic um you know it's 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 a big deal because that's a that's an emotion like literally you know ouroboros style wrapped in on itself um also you know the survivor's guilt that kareno has i mentioned that i was not expecting that that really came out of nowhere for me and i was like Yeah. I mean, this whole time, I think we've been pushed with this singular focus of break the curse and everyone will be better, break the curse and everyone will be better. But what no one understands is like when you're in something, you know, chronic or very excruciating and you pull people out, you don't, there isn't this like hard switch over, right? Like a light switch, like now everything's great and now Hmm, I get to do whatever I want and now i'm happy like tons of people who you know were cancer survivors or things like that they start doing drugs and spin off the rails when they survive because you're in that pain for so long being pulled out you almost don't know what to do with yourself your body goes into a spiral and so to have been it's part of, of your identity yeah. yeah it does and so to be kind of poisoned by by akito in a way with with you know akito's greed and being like hey stay with with me that is your obligation <laughs> you know that was really dramatic storytelling for me personally and and you know if if you strip out the supernatural stuff i think you can still relate to all of these people and a lot of their their struggles so mm.
2: yeah um, when was the last time even transforming was a plot point yeah Lord,
1: I- <laughs>
3: Right. I, I mean, cannot trans- recall transformations in season one. Honestly,
0: I feel like you're right. Like I don't remember the last time someone has transformed. It has happened a couple of no. times. Like yeah, was Yuki the horse, did in his backstory. Yeah, you're right. Rin did. Yeah.
1: But yeah, the vast majority of it just hasn't. Uh, it hasn't come up because it hasn't been. It hasn't been crucial to the plot, and I think that is to the show's credit that it doesn't have to rely on this magical gimmick, so to speak as a crutch to make the situation more interesting. It knows that you've accepted that, we can move beyond that and actually delve into what is making these people tick and what is making them, you know, what is making them happy, or what is hurting them.
0: Mm. Yeah, yeah. So if no one else has anything, I have a question for the group, because I Mm. have a theory.
1: Uh (laughs) Uh-oh. Okay. Who
0: has a theory on what the curse breaking is?
1: Besides oh, like me, how how, how, how well does it work? The curse? Uh, mm. Nothing solid.
0: Okay. I guess uh, mine is in layman's terms. I think it's every character putting themselves first and moving towards what they want. I think they're all berated or abused into continuously coming back to the supper with God, and when they choose to think for themselves to want for themselves I think that's where the curse break occurs and I think this because there's a moment in episode 19 when Rin you know gives in to being comforted by Toru and Shigure is is walking down some stairs with Haturi and he looks at Haturi and goes can you hear it the sound of breaking Mm. and I, I think that's what it is I think that's why Shigure relies on Toru because he knows that her motherly affections and gentleness is pulling everybody away from that center and allowing them to make choices for themselves so my theory is when they've truly put themselves first learn to love yourself they'll they'll uh, break it i don't know about this with carino that one was yeah, really his confusing is, his is
3: tricky
2: right like,
0: Yeah, I'm almost of the opinion to tell you the truth that that was just a plot device to allow for telling the story of Survivor's Guild.
1: Maybe. Or maybe the conditions are different for different people and the curse itself is not, you know, so much a thing with hard and fast rules as different people have different triggers that can either strengthen or weaken it. Yeah, that's a good point Maybe it's going
3: to be something really twisted like... If Akito feels happy, he can't maintain as much control or something.
1: Huh, that would explain some things. Speaking uh, speaking of, just as a final thought, my uh, we were talking. Uh, some of us were talking about this um, outside of this group, talking about the the whole show, and my I proposed my solution again, which is basically Uo and Saki piling out <laughs> of the back of a van and just beating the tar out of Akito as a possible solution to all of this. And it was like, that's a very American solution. (laughs) But at the same time, it was like, ah, well, I mean, they're this ancient clan in Japan. You can't tell me that they didn't spend hundreds of years at war with each other assassinating people behind these exact kind of walls. But, you know, fighting between all these clans, magical animal transformation or no. I feel like a violent solution to this is not out of the realm of possibility, especially considering some of the people you have on hand, and how clear Uo has made it that she will break knees for Toru.
0: And if you're going to pick two people to lay the smack down, like beautiful friend bombs, absolutely the choice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> absolutely. I, I sincerely doubt that is the solution that's going to, that's going to uh, resolve this whole thing, but Just it would make me here. happy.
3: You, you can't just you can't just shoot voldemort dan is <laughs> that how it works <laughs> i've got a plan <laughs> exactly
0: <laughs> dan's got uh, a plan there's some guys.
1: early 2000 internet humor for you folks
3: hey, we're pal- dating pal- ourselves will with that always one. be good
0: okay. it will yes oh man all right if, if no one has anything else are we are we wrapping it up like this show I is think great we are. What are you doing with your life? Watch Fruits Basket. Watch
3: Fruits Basket. Uh, I'm happy where things are going uh, with Kyo and Toru.
0: Hooray! Awesome. All right. I guess um, the superty super last point I'll make is... So I was laughing because when uh, you know things went down with the love triangle breaking up and stuff like that, I was like, oh, we're, we're moving real fast for... Uh, You know, this early in the game, and then I was like, I think because we we labeled it season two when we were back to one through twenty five. I was like, wait a minute, with the end of this season, we're fifty episodes in. There's only thirteen left because I believe there's sixty three. Like we are here at the finish line. We're we're close. We're close. Woo! Let's hope they can
3: stick the landing.
1: Oh yeah.
0: They will. It's women's intuition. It'll happen. Boom. It'll happen, so good times. I feel like they
2: wouldn't have put this much effort to, into it this long after the original work if they didn't, uh, if it wasn't going to wrap up well.
3: Yeah, right.
1: Yeah, here's hoping. They, clear, they, clear, they cared enough to give it an entire second shot and then some, so I have no doubt that they're going to at least, you know, aim for a really big finish, so I'm excited to see where it finally comes together.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Also, dear Japan, with the proceeds you make from the show, because I hope it makes you millions, please make the spin-off Love Ninja Toru and the oh adventures God. of the Yuki fan club in Kyoto. I will watch yes. these shows, please. Yes.
3: Oh wait, also the, the prequel about uh you know hotari, shiguri, and ayame, like in the student council together. Yes. You know what's that. funny
0: is Scott? That's real. I think there's a spin off manga called The Three Musketeers that's about oh them God. as kids. Yeah, look it up. It's it's oh real God, yes. already.
1: Someone's so, got you covered. Someone,
0: yeah. Someone's on it, Scott. Excellent. All right. Well, this is great. Thanks for following along with us, and let's see what we pick for next season.
3: Mm, yeah.
1: Take care, everybody. Bye.
2: Hey, my children, yeah.